Welcome back everyone. Let's take a look at my top 15 high growth dividend stocks to consider during the month of January. This list is a product of my monthly stock screening process with a focus on high growth. The objective is to find high quality companies that have a history of above average growth and ones that are also attractively valued today. So if you're looking to add a little growth to your dividend portfolio, this list is worth checking out. The quarter four stock market rally faded in December and most dividend stocks offered poor total returns during the month. My top 15 list for the month posted a loss of 5.21% and ultimately finished 2022 with a loss of 8.58%. Since I started tracking this watches in September of 2020, it is continuing to outperform VIG, the Vanguard Dividend Appreciation ETF, by 2.99% and SPY, the S&P 500 ETF, by 6.13% on an annualized basis. To me, these are pretty good levels of alpha. VIG did outperform my watches last month as the ETF fell only 3.73%. Sometimes you win and sometimes you don't, but for me it's long-term performance that matters the most. I'm perfectly comfortable sitting back and waiting for my investments to produce long-term alpha. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The top 15 selected stocks by my process for the month of January offer an average dividend yield of 1.74%. To some of you that may not sound enticing, but keep in mind the main focus here is on high growth and not a high dividend yield. I often hear dividend investors discard stocks that don't meet a certain dividend yield threshold, like 3 or 4% which is perfectly fine if you're already retired or close to retiring. But if you have a few years or many years left before retirement, I think you can find some room for some high growth dividend stocks in your portfolio. Many of us are familiar with long-term dividend success stories like buying Coca-Cola or Home Depot a few decades ago. Well, guess what? These two stocks offered pretty low dividend yields back in the day, but investors that saw value in the high growth potential of these businesses were greatly rewarded for their patience and long-term ownership. If you wanna be part of the next great long-term dividend snowball story, you are more likely to find it in a dividend stock with high growth potential. My list focuses on finding the best combination of quality companies trading for attractive prices with a focus on high growth. The initial screener runs all dividend paying stocks through a set of 8 factors. And for the month of January, it produced a short list of 121 stocks. I then took these 121 stocks and ranked them based on a combination of quality and valuation to find just the top 15. And the 15 chosen stocks for January are SSNC Technologies, Cigna, Domino's Pizza, Bull Corporation, Lowe's, MasterCard, Best Buy, FMC Corporation, Monolithic Power Systems, CDW, Tractor Supply, Texas Instruments, Visa, Skyworks Solutions, and MSCI. All of these companies have a great long-term dividend growth history, and based on dividend yield theory, they appear to be attractively valued. What dividend yield theory tells us is that each of these stocks is currently trading for a premium dividend yield when compared to its trailing average. The potential undervaluations range from a low of 14% for MSCI to a high of 73% for Cigna, although Cigna's valuation is overstated due to the above average dividend growth history. The one caveat to dividend yield theory is that it is very sensitive to high dividend increases. Because Cigna has a 5-year dividend growth rate of 151%, the trailing dividend yield hasn't had a chance to catch up to the current dividend yield. No valuation method is perfect, and dividend yield theory has its shortcomings as well. But I like it because it's very simple to understand and fast to calculate. Another factor that I use for this watch list is an expected future return. I use this measure to help me narrow in on the potentially more attractive stocks. I don't expect this return estimate to be overly accurate, 
but I do expect that it can identify better opportunities from amongst the 121 dividend stocks my screener produced for January. The return estimate is based on a return to fair value over the next 5 years, the current dividend yield, and future earnings growth. To me, this return estimate makes sense conceptually. The dividend yield is pretty simple. If I invest in a company today, I lock in the current dividend yield, and there is a very good likelihood I will receive at least this dividend yield from the stock in the coming years. Historically, there has been a correlation between long-term earnings growth and share price appreciation. Therefore, if I can estimate future earnings growth, I can estimate future share price appreciation. Earnings growth forecasts aren't always that accurate, and for that reason, I apply a margin of safety to this metric. And the final component is a return to fair value over the next 5 years. And here, I am assuming that the given stock can revert back to its trailing dividend yield in the next 5 years. Essentially what I do is come up with the total return for each stock for the next 5 years. And then I annualize this return to show me how much the stock can grow each year. Like I said earlier, this isn't a perfect estimate, and my assumption here is that the stocks with the higher return estimates have the potential to offer better actual returns than the stocks with lower return estimates. The cutoff for my watchlist is a return estimate of 12%, which happens to be my long-term personal target. If I can't find 15 stocks that meet this threshold, I'll reach a little lower, but that has never been a problem for this high growth watchlist. This list doesn't always change much from month to month. For example, the January list has only one change compared to the December list. In December, Home Depot made the cut, but this month MasterCard ranked better and replaced them on the watchlist. I don't invest in all of the stocks presented each month, but I do have a position in the majority of these companies right now. I use this list for ideas to research further, and I share it here to show you my process for finding new stocks or attractive opportunities. I've been testing the results of what investing in all of the top 15 stocks each month would look like, and I'll share that with you next. 2022 wasn't a good year for the watchlist, as it finished down 8.58%. It did however perform better than VIG that posted a loss of 9.8% last year, and much better than SPY that finished 2022 with a loss of 18.16%. This negative year brings down the since inception return for the watchlist to 29.73%. For comparison purposes, VIG has a return of 21.78% over the same period of time, and SPY is up only 13.74%, so the watchlist is holding its ground ahead of both benchmarks. After the sour return in December, the annualized return falls to 11.8%, so we are just below my long-term target of 12%. As I already mentioned, I do not invest in all of the watchlist stocks, and buying and selling 15 stocks every month is not a good strategy to follow, so I definitely don't recommend it to you. A better approach to long-term dividend investing is to practice a buy and hold strategy. With buy and hold investing, you invest in stocks with the intention of holding the position forever. I've been testing how such a strategy would work out using this top 15 list. Each month, I dollar-cost average an equal amount of money into each of the chosen stocks. The positions are never sold, and all dividends are reinvested right back into the portfolio. I started tracking one of these portfolios in January of 2021, so it just finished its second year. Thus far, the portfolio is up 16.63%, compared to a gain of 11.63% for VIG, and a gain of just 5.37% for SPY. So this portfolio is performing quite nicely. It holds 54 unique dividend stocks because of all the turnover on the list during the last two years. All of the positions, their returns and allocation in the portfolio are summarized in an article that I will link in the description below. In January of 2022, I started tracking another portfolio based on the same strategy. This portfolio did not get off to a great start. It finished 2022 with a loss of 11.97%, compared to a loss of 9.8% for VIG and a loss of 18.16% for SPY. So the portfolio is trailing VIG by a little more than 2%, but it is doing much better than the S&P 500. This portfolio is also covered in the article linked below. In total, there have been 66 unique dividend stocks that have appeared on this high growth dividend watchlist since September of 2020. 
I track all of their monthly returns from the moment each company first popped up on the top 15 list. Here are the 5 best performers in December out of all the 66 past and present watches stocks. Number 1 was Market Access Holdings with a gain of 4.09%. Number 2 was Activision Blizzard with a gain of 3.52%. Number 3 was Northrop Grumman with a gain of 2.31%. Number 4 was Cigna with a gain of 1.09%. And number 5 was Charles Schwab with a gain of 0.87%. Cigna was the only stock out of these 5 stocks that was part of my top 15 list for December. The top 5 best performing stocks since first appearing on the list are Automatic Data Processing with a total return of 80.47%, Charles Schwab with a total return of 65.04%, Northrop Grumman with a gain of 64.55%, United Health Group with a total return of 63.26%, and Tractor Supply with a total return of 63.39%. In total, 42 out of the 66 stocks have positive total returns after the month of December, which means the remaining 24 stocks all have negative returns. The average return for all stocks is 9.94%, which is down from 16.2% after December. All 66 stocks, their total return, and the number of months since they first appeared on the list are presented in the article, if any of you want to check them out.